This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. National Convention is uh, in full swing now. and it uh, started? It started, and it kicked off last night. Wow. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Wow. Honest question. Mm-hmm. Uh, previous year, 2012, for example, mm-hmm. what percentage of day one did you watch? 100. Yesterday, what percentage did you actually watch? Not actually clips. Watch? Actually Not watch clips. on TV. All together? Yeah. From start to finish. From start to finish. On the convention. On the convention. On TV. Not like watching clips of the day. one. Zero percent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I watched zero percent of Jeffy? it. Jeffy? Uh, I watched, uh, uh, I saw Ru- Giuliani and Melania. Uh, uh, so mm-hmm. maybe you know, 15, 20 percent. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. What was your percentage? I watched uh, Melania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched a little bit of uh, Ernst, um, and I Joni listened. Ernst. Joni Ernst, mm-hmm. fabulous li- senator from Iowa. Yeah, for those who don't she know, is all right. I mean, um, and I, I heard—I don't know if this counts, but I was listening. I was in the car, a, right? Yeah. Not necessarily, not necessarily an endorsement. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> I heard a little bit of uh, uh, Scott Bayo. Oh, yeah, I didn't um, see and, and actually, you know who else I heard and who was very good was Marcus Luttrell as well. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I miss Marcus. You know, you know who there, else I listened? I was in the car at that Did Marcus point, actually right? endorse? No. Well, uh, he, he didn't come out and say that. Not really. He didn't really speak about Trump. He spoke okay. about uh, how we weren't taking care of veterans and things like that. But he no, didn't that's really, true. I, I do think he may have said a word or two positively about Trump. I mean, I'm sure, and he may have already endorsed him a long time ago. I yeah, don't know, but in I, this speech, he didn't really I think do he it. might. I mean, he was originally, obviously, for Perry. But and Perry was there as well. I think he's, he's probably on the Trump so way. I was maybe now. at 15, 20%. I did well. treat uh, 15, uh, Flynn yeah. after Melania like the audience did at the auditorium. That was because I was like, he's still going. A, it was like, they've got another speaker? What? Yeah, that was ter- and then, a terrible plan. And then about six minutes in, I'm like, he shouldn't have even talked this long, and I shut it off. Yeah, I mean, the planning was terrible because everyone, seriously, everyone left after Melania finished. And it's like, well, I, I don't think that's necessarily, like, I think it made sense logically, like, she was the one everyone was talking about. But then you have other people leading up to her and yeah. let her go last. Yeah. So you had two, or, and I, I saw multiple reporters saying, I've been, uh, one of the guys at Reason is there, and he said, I've been to eight of these conventions and never seen anything like this. Never seen it where it's just like three quarters empty and people are still making speeches. Really? 
I mean, it's pretty That's amazing. Interesting, yeah. I mean, it gets bad. I mean, just fascinating. Bad planning. I mean, you know, it's but. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, uh, you know, we we expected it to be a show, and uh, t- you know, Trump made a dramatic entrance, and here's a peek at it. You missed it like I did. Thank you very much. We're going to win big league. Thank you. I mean, he does something here that I don't think I've ever seen. We have the whole introduction here. He thanks the crowd after he introduces the person. Watch this. After he introduces Melania. I don't know if it holds this long because he gets a little bit of cheers. He repeats the winning line. We're going to win. Say it. We're going to win so big. We're going to win so big. Thank you very much, ladies and it's gentlemen. We're going to win so big. It's live, yeah. Almost, but yeah, I didn't. Didn't hold on. Anyway. Oh, but yeah, he goes, he goes, then he goes, oh, my beautiful wife, Melania Trump. Thank you. Thank you. Th- no, they're supposed to be clapping for her now. Right. You just introduced her. Thank you. Thank you. Bizarre. But again, you know, not exactly unexpected. And not as and, cool and, as I would have expected from him. You know, he's a showman. And that, I mean, that was, you know. It was okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, it was very WWE. Eh. Yeah, very WWE. Uh, it reminded yeah. me, of course, of the yeah. famous documentary Rocky Four, yeah, in which Ivan Drago. It was definitely. I thought of. I, it was uh, definitely Dragoish. Though I will say, uh, Drago has the um, the explosion that goes along with the light turning yeah. on that, and like the, the the fog coming out, much cooler. We may get that on Thursday. I hope we do. I, I hope, hope we, do. we do too. I mean, look. If nothing else, we've been. If you if you're not a Donald Trump fan, if you don't like his policies, you've sat here through a long primary process. You should at least get a good show with yes. this. I mean, it right. should be yeah. a good show. Yesterday was a little weird, though. I mean, you had, uh, you know, it was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, they did, he, they did do a lot of stuff about Benghazi, um, and some of it was pretty powerful. Some of it was a little teetering on strange, I think, at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, I, you understand that being a topic of discussion in a big way. Um, you know, some of the speakers were, were okay. I, I, you know, everyone was saying Melania did a great job, and then there's this plagiarism thing and the Rickroll thing that came out today, and I'm sure we'll get into that uh, this uh, hour. But, um, you know, I, I, I thought she was fine. I, I didn't, she looked great, uh, but I, was, she, was that any better than any, you know, any given Laura Bush speech? I didn't, I didn't think so. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge Laura Bush fan, so uh, I, yeah, I'm probably not the best judge of that. But I, right, I, but I, I thought you know, just you based you, on looks, it's better than Laura Bush. Oh yeah, well that's right? yeah, that, just based I'm on saying that. Speech wise, I know, but just aesthetically, yes, <laughs> you're you're ahead of the game right she's, there yeah, with she's her. Very and, pretty, obviously. You know, she's a little difficult to understand because she does still have pretty very heavy accented accent. English and. 
And but Laura Bush was so milk toast, and and uh, but you know, Ann Romney was great. She actually gave Romney a great was speech. Awesome. Yeah. She was great. Um, she really was. I, I thought it was, and we pointed this out before, but it's an interesting thing to note as we go through this process. Uh, the next first lady of the United States may very well be a woman born in a communist country. She was born in Slovenia, right? Um, and you know, which is former Yugoslavia, right? I can't remember exactly what uh, I thought it was. I don't know. Czech. It's, it, there's the Czech Slovenia, Republic, Czech Republic or Yugoslavia. It was one of those three. I don't remember. Yeah, because it's anyway. not Slovakia. It, it'd no. be Slovenia, right? I, th- right? I think it was. I can't yeah, remember the exact something. country. Anyway, it was it was one of those countries, a smaller was, country. As she said, it was very beautiful. East, yeah, oh, yeah, very beautiful. Very beautiful Eastern country. Block. Yes, and mm-hmm. Jeffy loves Eastern oh, Bloc women. This fan, goes back to uh, fan of Eastern Bloc this goes women. back to when I first met Jeffy. <laughs> One of the first facts I learned about him was that Jeffy loves Eastern Bloc women. Oh, is that, and that's a true thing. Then? It's a very true thing, and uh, it's so that's true. A true thing. I believe Jeffy, deal. and this is just hitting me for the first time uh, recently, <laughs> that the reason your motivation for that was Ivanka. That's I think very at possible. that time, it remember this been. is late nineties. I, I think it may have been a, 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 Ivanka a, or Ivana, not Ivana, not Ivanka, Ivana or what was yeah, the next the, one? His Trump's wife. What or was the next one though? Mer- Marla, Marla, Marla Maples. Maples. No, it had to be Ivana. Yeah, She's not Eastern Bloc though. Right. Marla, it had to be Ivana. This one, this one came along in what? Oh six. Yeah, so too, too recent. Had to be Ivana. I think Ivana. it was a Trump-related commentary well, at the time been. from Jeffy. Uh, who does love Eastern Bloc women? And uh, interestingly, she's going to speak too. Ivana Trump. Yeah. Right? Is is Ivana speaking or, is it, or Ivanka? Ivanka maybe I was confused because I think I saw Ivanka maybe, and I thought Ivana. Iva- so Ivana is not speaking. His ex-wife Ivana is not the speaking. one that's accused him of rape. No, I don't think. Um, <laughs> Although she, she supports she, him, no, she is she's speaking him of him now. She, she both of the things are true. She accused him of rape, and, and she, she supports, supports him, him. Uh, which so, is fascinating. Uh, although Ivanka has, if I'm not mistaken, outside of Donald Trump, the best speaking slot. Like, that's how high profile she is. She's wow, making big yeah. d- uh, decisions in the campaign. She, I mean, she looks Sounds like she pretty well runs on, on ABC as she, well. Y- yeah, yeah, she. Uh, I mean, she did an interview yeah. yesterday. And, I mean, stunning. She's very mm. beautiful. And, and, you know, it's and this is obviously, I mean, this is a guy who owns beauty pageants. He understands. Mm-hmm. And he obviously he's hit on his daughter many times on national television. So he understands she's very pretty. Um, <laughs> and so, and she's very smart. She runs a business of her own. Um, and she is the highest profile, I would say, of the children. But I think it's six family members and the person who runs the Trump winery all speaking uh, during the convention, which is an interesting set of amazing. choices. Is it, is it is about its personality. Are we getting anybody involved with uh, Trump stakes? Are we going to see anybody there? I don't think so. Trump University. It does, well, it doesn't exist. Neither Trump one vodka. of those. No, none of those businesses yeah. exist. Okay. Anymore. All right. Dang it. Uh, here's the Melania controversy. Melania and Michelle. She apparently lifted some. Somebody lifted some. Some of the speech from Michelle Obama back in uh, 2008. And here's a look. See what you. Mark and I were raised with so many of the same values, like mm-hmm. you work hard for what you want in life. Mm-hmm. That your word is your bond. That you do what you say you're going to do. My parents impressed on me the values that you work hard for what you want in life. That your word is your bond and you do what you say and keep your promise. That you treat people with dignity and respect even if you don't know them and even if you don't agree with them. That you treat people with respect 
They thought and showed me values and morals in their daily life. That is a lesson that I continue to pass along to our son. And we need to pass those lessons on to the many generations to follow. And Barack and I set out to build lives guided by these values and to pass them on to the next generation because we want our children and all children in this nation to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard for them. Oh, and have you ever impressed that on people? So pathetic. Because we want our children in this nation to know that the only limit to your achievements <laughs> is the strength of your dreams mm-hmm. and your willingness to work for them. Okay. By the way, all the, wow, uh, all the pretty close. liberals on Twitter last night making fun of the way she speaks. It's interesting from the people huh. calling, calling for. Isn't it? I thought with with progressives and, yeah. and liberals, you, you were not supposed to do that. Oh, what she would say was hilarious. Uh, oh. You know, uh, here she is, this crazy Green Acres woman, uh, <laughs> saying uh, all these things. And uh, you know, again, Trump is supposed to be the one who's uh, xenophobic. Right. Uh, Trump is the one, and you know, I. It's a strong great. argument to be made, so but you great. can't criticize him for that, and then criticize Melania for sounding differently than you. Well, yes, not without being a raging hypocrite, right? Which, which they, they don't care about. I forgot they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they issued a statement about the plagiarism, and in fact, the Paul Manafort has been on every show that will have him today, saying it wasn't lifted at all. That oh, we, we didn't lift any. There was no no plagiarism there whatsoever. I mean, that is unbelievable. Um, it said the uh, the Trump team statement is this, though, in writing in writing her beautiful speech, Melania's team of writers took notes on her life's inspirations and in some instances included fragments that reflected her own thinking. <laughs> Melania's immigrant experience and love for America shone through in her speech, which made it a success. It's funny because her uh, listen to uh-oh. how. I mean, this is their official statement. This isn't just mm-hmm. off the top of his head start trying to spin. This is in print. But, like, in some instances, they included fragments that reflected her own thinking. So um, it wasn't not the whole speech didn't reflect her own thinking. No, only but some, some fragments. fragments in some instances. <laughs> what a weird statement that is. Really weird. Um, and I mean, yeah. they, he's got the worst team I think I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Seriously, he's got bad people around him making stupid decisions. I mean, none of it matters because people have either decided they love this guy or they don't, and they don't care what happens around him. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. Trump. They don't care, yeah, because it's the yeah, but Trump thing. So that's fine, but they're not good people. He doesn't hire good people. They're not good at what they do. This is the worst campaign ever run that I've uh, that I can see. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It is. It so far has been awful. Terrible. Uh, and you know, I think part of that is what he when he says he wants the when he gets the best people. To, I think to a Donald Trump, the best person is a person who will come up and sort of blindly do whatever he says and defend anything he does. I think does. that's true. That yeah. is, those are the two things he wants. Like, they're not necessarily smart do, people or good at what they do. Right. Do anything to... They're good brown-nosers, and so the, he gets the best brown-nosers. Brown-nosers yes, and rule-breakers. Right? Yeah, like, rule, you know, yes. the, the type of person who, you know, who will uh, 
you know, uh, defend um, him for tweeting pictures of Ted Cruz's wife not looking good. Yes. The type of person who will go on TV and say, Oh, and they yeah, can all do that. Ted Cruz, may, his they dad might... They don't make any might, sense, but they'd all do it. His, Ted Cruz, might, his dad might have been involved in the assassination of JFK. You need somebody who's going to do that. that you <laughs> yeah. can't, that's not everybody. It's hard to find those people. It is. Um, what happened so to What's-Her-Face, by the way, uh, from Texas? Um, you know, Katrina the, Pearson? Yes, yeah, where is she? She's still, she's still a spokesperson. Still I, making, I never, I haven't seen not her as in visible a while, as she was at one point. Yeah. Now she was like the only spokesperson at one point. Uh, now uh, they seem to be trotting out. Yes, the thirty-eight Manafort, of them now. She was more in the Lewandowski, Lewandowski camp, I think. So I think she oh. is. Uh, she's still been there, kind of but pushed not to the background a little yeah, bit. Been pushed to the background. Okay. Manafort for. I mean, for as bad as he is, he's at least attempting to make it into a campaign. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, Lewandowski uh, bad, calling was, for his resi- resigni- resignation after the funny. speech, which is funny. And that's funny. Now, he was Manafort was supposed to be this genius, right? He was supposed to be the guy to come in and save the campaign that was from the, way, the dummies. And he's been worse than the dummies. That was the way it was sort of... Pre- Manafort was as good as a savior as they could get. He was a guy that was not in demand at the time yeah, at all. Yeah, obviously. But he was an old-time campaign guy. So he actually had experience, and he was the only one at the time that would take the job. He's experienced, just not good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like Jeffy. Jeffy's got how many years' experience in radio? Jeffy? I don't know. Yeah, and he's still not good. Um, more than half of all homes in America are, uh, of course, located in places that where something natural and disastrous might happen, or unnatural and disastrous like might happen. In fact, 100% of homes are in a place where something unnatural might disastrously happen. I mean, you like never Jeffy. know. Like, Jeffy might walk into your house and collapse it. A, a He's lot done of, that. Th- it happened three times last week. A lot of people believe Jeffy has some magical restraining order that keeps him away from your home. He no, does not. He, he can go wherever he wants. Uh, well... I mean, well, inside legally, the state he, of Texas, but then illegally, when he takes the bra- the ankle bracelet off, he can go wherever he wants. Right, exactly. But and that's scary for most people. That's why you need an emergency <laughs> food supply. Now, an emergency food supply might make you think, "Hey, wait a minute! If I have a lot of food hanging around, uh-huh. Jeffy's more likely to come by." Oh my uh, gosh! And that is true. There is some risk Just there. Don't, don't tell him yeah, where you, you live. Shouldn't tell me. Don't, don't tell him where you live. Don't tell him. Don't, don't tell me that you tell him. He can smell it when you order it, but be, you know, I don't know how he does that exactly. But the good thing here is that you can get this food that will keep you alive if Jeffy ruins your neighborhood. He's or like Smokey the Bear town. with smoke. You know, remember the Smokey the Bear? He can spot a fire before it starts to flame. Uh-huh. That's why they call him Smokey. That's how he got his name. Mm-hmm. Same with Jeffy. Mm-hmm. With food. It's with food. <laughs> uh, Four-week supply of food is only $99. Jeffy orders 12 15 a day. Um, now, right. there's only a, there's a limit. Uh, of two, but Jeffy just keeps calling back. Uh, don't wait for Jeffy to strike. Oh, <laughs> get prepared right now. Uh, order online at preparewiththeblaze.com or you can call 888-411-5290 888-411-5290 and it's preparewiththeblaze.com In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.
patents do. Triple eight seven two seven back. Hey, you know who's really good is Paul Ryan. Oh, he's speaking at the convention today. Is he today? So I was looking at the list of speakers uh, that they have listed at the uh, <laughs> at the riveting. website, and it can't oh be my god, as riveting as last night where you had Scott Baio. I mean, you got Chachi. You got Chachi, and he loves Joni. And uh, I mean, when you got that going on, what what more do you need? Tonight is man. It's so you got uh, Paul Ryan. Well, Paul Ryan speaks after Uh Mitch McConnell. Oh, Mitch McConnell. (laughs) And Mitch McConnell speaks after. Natalie Gulbus, the LPGA golfer, which I'm sure all... Now, you might enjoy that aesthetically. Maybe. It's possible. possible. But then, after Mitch McConnell, you have Paul Ryan, as I said, and then Kevin McCarthy, the House Majority Leader. Kevin McCarthy sucks. And then Chris Christie. Oh, is that tonight? That might be entertaining. Wow, so Chris got... interesting. He's only on night two. He got a worse speaking spot for Trump than than he did for Christie is setting the stage... For Tiffany Trump. Oh, Tiffany's on night two as well. Tiffany is like the forgotten. Yeah, they don't like we, her. We want to hide yeah. her daughter. Why she, is that? I don't know, because she just travels the globe and posts pictures on the Instagram and just lives off daddy's money. That's why. Is that why? I got to tell you, that's what I would do in her situation. <laughs> Except minus the Instagram, because no one would want any pictures of me on Instagram. <laughs> but I tell you, you know, daddy's got billions. Screw oh, my it. gosh, I'm just, wait. I'm just going to do whatever and, I want. And, it, and then it gets better. As I scroll down, this is all still today. Oh, okay. my gosh. Who else? Um, general manager <clears throat> yeah. from Trump Winery, Carrie oh. yep. <laughs> Woolard. <laughs> general manager, the general from manager. Trump Winery? Don't, don't even stop it. Don't. I mean, he's the general manager. It's a her. What's her name? Oh, Carrie. Carrie Willard is a her. That is a her. Um, oh, I think I so. apologize. Believable. That's unbelievable. And, and, and by then, the way, and, oh, you know what that's about, though? Why well, hire women and put them in yep. huge positions. Yeah, in her role at Trump. Why did you write I do I also, I could be wrong on this, but I believe Eric Trump owns Trump Wine. Yeah, that's what it's I thought. It's not even Donald's That's company. what we reported, right? I mean, we thought, we found that out. I think so. During the, that's I think so. And then <laughs> uh, Donald Trump Jr. speaks. Tonight. Okay. Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiffany then, and Donald Trump Jr. today. And then, mm-hmm. after that, because Donald Trump Jr. has got to be the end, right? That's prime time. I mean, I've gone through most of the day now, and we're, we've got three people left. One, uh, U.S. Senator Shelley Moore. Never heard of her. Shelley Moore Capito from West yeah. Virginia. Oh, okay. And then uh, Ben Carson. Oh. And then Kimberlyn Brown. Who? Uh, an actor from Young and the Restless. That's see. That's again. That's not just a Trump problem. That's a problem with the Republican Party. There are no good, <laughs> no good celebrities. I mean, you got Scott Bale. That's last a night. jam-packed night, though. You got a golfer. That's got to start you got early. A soap opera actress, a golfer, uh, and, and you got an LPGA model. golfer and a male underwear model. If you're gonna have a underwear model, I go to the female underwear right. model and say they got a male <laughs> underwear model. Who's the underwear model that likes him? Uh, the guy who's calling uh, Obama a Muslim right after uh, he got up here. <laughs> good. What's his name? Uh, Larry. Good. Uh, Lord, something Sabato Jr. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah, Antonio yeah. Well, Sabato he's, Jr. Yeah, but he's also an actor. I mean, you know, he's sure. an underwear model, but he's an actor too. Right, but uh, so he's, he's been in. Okay, okay. What has he been in? Look up Antonio Sabato Jr. So he comes off <laughs> as you're looking that up, Jeffy. He comes off and, and just starts an interview, and he's like, "Well, uh, you know, what do you think about this? some question about the Muslim ban?" And he goes, "Well, we've had a Muslim president for seven and a half years." <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, it, is, perfect. it absolutely fits the circus that is this place. So one of the guys speaking tonight, the Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, says Trump is not my kind of conservative, but support him anyway, essentially. Um, he, he believes Trump is on the same page as he is when it comes to core principles, but says he's not my kind of conservative. Yeah, he's not any kind of conservative. He is not a conservative. But, Ryan says, but I come from a different part and wing of the party. Yeah, what part and wing is that? I think he is a conservative. There are different kinds of conservatives. That's for darn sure. Well, there's the types of conservatives that Who, don't believe in any conservative policies, right. for example. There are those and that, that type of conservative is a pretty... It's like the Red Sox fan who's yeah. never watched a Red Sox game, never been to Boston, never played baseball. But you're but a Red there Sox fan. there are a lot of different Red Sox fans. Yeah. You know? Um, so bad. Wow, bad. Uh, you know, but I, again, you know, I, I don't expect much out of Paul Ryan on that. Um, I, I do expect, expect a better speech out of Natalie Bulk Gulbus or whatever. I, I, and I do expect whatever. something out of Ted Cruz today, which is for him not to endorse Donald Trump tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. I do not. I do not. I, I I think most people believe he will do it. Oh I my really gosh, hope he I will do. I, th- I think I'm I mean, almost sure he will not. Uh, the pundits are all, you know, like I said yesterday, I heard the w- one pundit talking about he would get a standing ovation mm-hmm. uh, probably for an hour. And uh, another pundit this morning talked about it, how possible it was. And I'm thinking, no way. May I tell you this one thing? There is no N in the word pundit. Okay. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven. There's no N in the word pundit. No pundit. It's pundit. Oh, well, there's one N, but oh, okay. there's not an N at not the, the end. end. I guess so it's I not should. a pundint. It's not a pundint. Okay. Right. Okay, sorry. There yeah. is an N, but only one. There are not two. Yeah. Okay. Glad we got through that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a silent cue that makes you go pun at the beginning. I don't know if you're aware of that. P-U, silent Q, <laughs> D. Really? I-T. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Man, it's weird. I, hate I don't know. Teachers it, always it, have. <laughs> anyway, uh, snowflakes uh, afraid of police presence during the convention. Um, Force University to provide counseling. Oh, I like this from from Case Western Unit, Re- Case Western Reserve University. They agreed to house police officers on campus during the RNC convention, and then some of the students got all upset about it. They were scared. They were scared. Jeffy, they were they were scared. <laughs> they were citing their fear of the racist and homophobic police occupation of their university. I, I mean, this can't be real. You know what you tell them then? Get the hell off the this campus. This cannot be real. And go home to your mothers and hide behind her apron strings until you're 20. And just stay there until you're 50 or 60 years old or whatever the deal is, watch Star Trek reruns in your parents' basement until you're 80. I don't care. Get the hell off the campus. I am so sick of these little idiots. Wow. I just can't. I am, Listen to this. Um, I am scared and concerned for students of color, queer, and trans students, oh and all university community members, according to one uh, supporter who signed the petition. I just un. Believable. It's very sad. Petition states riot police store all weapons, equipment, and riot control gear off campus. And by the way, they caved into it all. No, they couldn't have. Right? They couldn't have because the university they would say, in. hey, hey, shut up and get off the campus. Go back home like yeah. Pat Gray yeah. told you to do, you right. little weenie. I wish that's what they would have said, but they mm. did not. You know, a lot of these, uh, I've noticed a lot of these universities 
Uh, don't take your advice, but I have noticed that. And, and, and this is the weird that. thing is you're not charging for it. Right. You're not asking for ownership. <laughs> right. You're just telling them to do it. Yeah. And they don't seem to and do they it ignore it all time, the time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any uh, <laughs> any idea why? Why they're afraid of the uh, racist and homophobic? No, no. Why? Why they're police? ignoring your truth? Oh, I know. You keep bringing the truth. I can't think of the it. The truth lives there. Exactly. Exactly. And oh. yet, it goes no. un unregarded. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to come up. Humanoid uh, injured twenty-one people in Germany. Twenty-one yesterday. people. Jeez. Twenty-one people with an axe Wait. before uh, police got to this humanoid. How long have we shot been? him dead? We may never know why he did it. We uh, may never know the reason. It doesn't matter what, what set him off. Motivation is as we've said many it times. It doesn't on matter. Show, it's time for axe control. Yes. You know how long, the axe? You can go anybody. It's easier to get an axe than a book in right. this country. Right. Uh, or in Germany, you can go into any hardware store, <coughs> anyone, and can buy an axe mm-hmm. capable of mm-hmm. injuring twenty-one people. I mean, now, was this right. person common sense measures? Guys. Was this person from Germany? It doesn't matter. Right. Thank you. I don't care if he arrived yesterday in Germany or was born and raised in Germany. Right. It just doesn't matter. He was a humanoid who injured people. And now he's gone, and we don't have to worry about it anymore, so just sweep this under the carpet and forget about it. And we don't know if he identified as a humanoid. We don't know. He, I, I don't know if he was because even terrorist. the um, pigs shot him <laughs> for no other reason than, than he had the color injured of his 21. skin. He didn't kill them. No. Well, they shot him because he was a refugee. Yes. They, yes. Uh, wait, we weren't saying he was a refugee, oh. Jeffy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're missing that. You don't have to say he's a refugee. Tom Petty, sorry. Remember that? Uh, yes, he was a uh, jihadist refugee from Afghanistan. and uh, uh, Not white. 17 either. years old. Um, that might explain the shooting part of the story. Mm, um, he thank wasn't you. White. Thank Maybe you. Maybe if he had worked a little harder in whitening his skin, he'd still be alive today. <laughs> but unfortunately for him, he was not because white, so therefore you know he's as, dead. You know as well as I do, Stu. Germans don't mind it when whitey hacks people with a with an axe on a train they don't uh, mind look that. at their history a lot they of stuff happened that. on trains that the germans right? don't mind when white people are doing it right yes how about so. that yeah i mean all of these and such all of these <laughs> terror incidents lately are just i mean it, it starts to add up and make you a little bit nervous doesn't it really i hadn't noticed that at all yeah mm. it does start to take a little bit of a toll well, if we you know if we knew the motives it might make me a little nervous, but we, we don't. I mean, there's so never, isolated incidents around. We may we, never know the motive of this yeah, guy. That's what I mean. So. I mean, yes, yes, did they find? He did shout Islamic slogans. Did they find a hand painted ISIS flag in his uh, yes. bedroom? Yeah, sure, they did. Uh, but I'm sorry, uh, someone likes art. Oh gosh, someone <laughs> likes to paint. Oh, oh, I, I guess he should have. Apo- you know what? Let's execute all artists now. Right. Thank you. 
Thank you, Stu, for that bold, bold statement. <laughs> of course, the people who actually execute all artists are people like Che, who the left loves. <sighs> That's a good whole other story. Um, meanwhile, uh, John Kerry. We don't hear about him much, you know? Secretary of State John Kerry. Yeah, he's uh, pretty inconsequential to the world. It's kind of weird, because he's almost never mentioned. Isn't it weird? I, I mean, just, yeah. Hillary true. got a lot more coverage. Uh, I think so getting, too, but that was also because you know it's a it's a lame duck presidency right now, and like what, we, we're ignoring almost everything Obama's doing. God only knows what he's done in the past six months as we've been I looking know. at Donald Trump and Hillary really Clinton. Really true, um, but yeah. So, but he was coming out, and he I, he had a really good argument to Jake Tapper. Normally, I wouldn't give him credit, right? Um, but I mean, his argument uh, with mm. ISIS was really strong. And I here, think I don't think there's any way you could disagree <clears throat> with it. Here it is. They are on the run. And I believe what we're seeing mm. are the desperate mm. actions of mm. an entity that sees the noose closing around it. <laughs> well, with all due respect, sir, I'm not sure <laughs> that it looks that way to the public that ISIS is on the run. In just the last few weeks, uh, we have well, seen obviously, a, a, a series of ISIS-inspired attacks. 49 killed so in Orlando, 45 killed in Istanbul at the airport, more than 200 killed well, in Baghdad, 84 too. in Nice. This is just the last five weeks. I don't think ISIS is on the run. Well, they Jason, might be expanding. Look, Jake. Well, Jake, it depends on where you mean ISIS. I don't know if this guy was actually ISIS, and nor do you. And we don't know that the guy in Orlando was fundamentally we may never ISIS. Know. We may never nor know. even told what to do by ISIS. If people are inspired, never know they're inspired. But ISIL, which is which is based in Iraq and Syria, uh -huh. is under huge pressure, and that is just a fact. That's bullcrap. It is just a fact that they're on the run through Mosul and uh, every other country on the way to Syria. The people are inspired. And, and they're inspired. I don't know if they're inspired by uh, Taylor Swift's latest uh, song. Or if they're inspired by what they ate for dinner last night, and neither do you, Jake. <laughs> How could one know? You can't you know, know. Orlando, what did you he can't do know. other you can't than pledge know. himself as an Islamic warrior and say he was working for ISIS <laughs> and specifically name the leader of ISIS? Well, other than that, what do we know about his motivation? <laughs> We may never know. It's very murky it's a, at this point. How, why murky. do these people try to deny this? Again, you know, it's like, you, I think you could say, look, um, in Iraq and Syria, we have pushed them back. But, you know, they have people that are inspired. I, I think it's a fair thing to say, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it, I, we've seen some results of that it, w w as far as reporting goes from that region. But, who, uh, like, actually, here's the thing that, you know, the American people would actually rather have uh, people over in um, uh, Syria blowing each other up rather than people getting executed at Orlando nightclubs. Like, as bad as that might sound, like, we, your job as the Secretary of State is to advance American interests. Right. Saying that, hey, well, you know what, we moved them out of this town in Syria, we're really proud of ourselves, sure that means 200 people died in Baghdad, 84 people died in France, and 50 died in, uh, in Orlando, but hey, they're on the run. It's not a, good, not a good argument. I read, by the way, it was 293 in Baghdad, which wow. is well over 200. That's almost 300 people. And, and yes, you're right. We're American-centric here, and he is the Secretary of State of the United he States of America. He should definitely be American-centric. Yeah, but what they will be saying is, 
well, that was a lone wolf, and we can't control the lone wolves. Yeah, right, and that's Stu. what he said. You know, yeah, anyone can be inspired, and that's yeah. true. I, I do agree with that. However, uh, you're usually not inspired by a failing entity. You know, most people aren't thinking to themselves, "Wow, you know what? I can't wait to go out and sacrifice myself for uh, Enron." You know, like you, you're, you were inspired by things that you perceive as a successful movement. And because this administration has allowed a caliphate to form and for an Islamic state to become an, a, a reality in the world, that has inspired a lot of these people. But that's also their fault, partially. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, it's ISIS's fault and the person actually doing it. But I mean, you know, this, the way they're handling this is not helpful uh, to that cause. And, and I am surprised. I said this to you off the air, Pat, I think a couple of days ago. I'm surprised there isn't a more global movement to go in there in a real way at this point. Me too. There's been a lot of attacks in a lot of different countries. Yep. Uh, and, you know, like and we say and we're not sick of it enough yet. Yeah. I'm so sur- saying let's stop this madness. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm saying like we go in there with 100,000 troops or 200,000 troops from all these global I'm back entities. I'm thinking we should. You know, yeah, I, mean, I, I am. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I understand that. But, but regardless, crush them for all time. I'm surprised that's not the thing. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, because, I mean, remember, after 9-11, it you was not just would think just France us. would be on yeah, board, right. wouldn't you? Yeah. You would think Germany would be on board. The you UK. would think the UK would you be would on board. You would think France would be on board. I yeah. just said France. That's the first oh, country I, you I said, named. I, I didn't hear you say France. Yes. Because I was well. reading this, what happened today, <laughs> as a, uh, a man identified as Mohammed B., uh, stabbed a mother and three daughters at a vacation center in southeast France for being dressed too lightly. Wait, that happened today? That happened today. You I would think France would be. You on would board. think France would be on board with you? What do you guys Do you think France would be on something like this? No. Because, uh, <laughs> Not France. No. Not France. They're <laughs> surrender monkeys. Not France. <laughs> I really would. I would think, you know, the major powers of the world could unite on this. Maybe even the Soviet, the Russians could reunite on this. Perhaps. Right? And, may, and maybe even France. Maybe even France. I don't, I mean, know. I don't know. I don't know about France. <laughs> yeah, that's probably but maybe cool. France. <laughs> probably. Um, uh, Turkey? Uh, again, like they're having their, their, their issues with, uh, but they had a major attack there from ISIS as well. Yeah, big time. Uh, France would be in the picture, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, more patents, too, coming up. Even in France. You can see this show in France. You think France would be involved yeah. in You would think they would. Cause they, I mean, they've had some uh, recent in terrorist France. attacks in France. And you think France might be involved. You would think they'd they have the ants in their pants. off the air uh, before we came back on, and there are huge issues going on, but if somebody like, like a France would get involved in them to right. try to solve them, right. what do you think about have you thought? I think we could maybe have France put ISIS on the run if they'd get involved in something like this. You they'd think be on the run. Would, they con- would someone like France consider... Jeffy, did you want to comment on that? You haven't commented. You haven't chimed in. No, I'm surprised. I, I, I was one of the first people on board with France. <laughs> really? I hadn't yeah. heard you. Huh. Did you, did you yeah. say that out I loud? Did. Uh-huh. I did. Right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. That's a word. Hey, um, let me uh, show you this. Uh, you guys up for a little graph talk or what? You guys, uh, you guys want a little graph? 
Minecraft talk? Uh, no. So this is uh, for the uh, what we should expect uh, for the next few weeks uh, when it comes to polling. Okay. Um, now this is a, this is the way convention bounces tend to work, which mm. I think is a pretty interesting thing. Now this is from 2012, but this is how um, they expect this to be. So when you're looking at these polls, you expect about a four point bounce for Trump over the next few days. Um, and when uh, that that will start to dissolve and go completely away as we get into the Democratic uh, convention, and then it should bounce back to a slight advantage for the Democrats for a few days, and, and then after about a month, it's all gone, completely evened so out. Basically, the convention, in the grand scheme of things, means essentially nothing, nothing on average. Now, However, there have been some had, exceptions. What if we move the election to the like uh, August second? <laughs> What if we move so, the convention to next, or, or the election to next Monday? Do you think France then, would be in on this? Because if I France is involved, I think they might be on board. I think they might be on board. Is going to get voted in France? Yeah, I, I mean, but that's pretty interesting, because you're going to see now uh, a swing likely mm. to Trump, assuming mm-hmm. they don't blow this convention. Um, and a four-point swing for Trump means that he, on average, would be leading the polls. So right now, it's about a three-point uh, advantage for Clinton. So you'd say that probably you'll get a point where Trump is leading the polls on average, and then Clinton will have uh, the opportunity to rest away a few of those bounce points back to her. And at that point, you start to see a, uh, a situation where Clinton gains that lead back, maybe by three, four, five points, and then from there on, it's well, anybody's... Well, they keep picking quality. apart the, the GOP uh, convention with uh, plagiarized speeches and never let stuff like that go away... Trump might not get that bounce. Because today, to me, day one was not a success. No. I, I mean, don't think I, so either. I, there Other than a, the Scott Bio. You know, Bayo? Bayo. Bayo. Was that Bio. the French pronunciation? Because I think Bayo. he's a... I say Bio. <laughs> um, yeah, other than him, other than you know, Scott Chachi, when Chachi is for you, that's a win. Okay? That's, that's a true. win. That's true. Him and Trump have been tight for how long? But, but like a uh, week. Look at the things that you could have had out, out of this uh, out of this convention. Mm-hmm. One, obviously, Scott Bayo stands on his own. But one, Marcus Luttrell, who's great. Yes. However, they buried him at Always like three great. p.m. Why would you do that? Uh, you know, Why would so, you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Unless he's not going to endorse in your piss. Right. Maybe. So you put him. There. But then why put why you don't need to put Marcus Luttrell at the convention? Right. True. Um, two. Uh, the people talking about Benghazi. Well, that gets some impact, although it's a little odd in presentation and largely uh, ineffective because Donald Trump is actually upstaging it, doing a phone call right. on the biggest carrier during the, during the speech. You have Joni Ernst, who is one of these people that, you know, probably one of the more high profile conservative leaning people who have come out, generally speaking, in favor of, of Trump. Uh, they bury her when no one's in the convention hall. You have Melania Trump, who does a, a pretty good job and obviously looks great. Um, and, you know, her speech was fine, except for the fact All that right. it seems like large chunks of it were stolen and she may be rickrolled in the middle of it. Uh, outside of that, uh, were there any really good moments that, you know, I mean, no, there weren't like, you I know, think so I, I, you know, Giuliani got some attention. Giuliani he's got scre- some attention. He's, he was yeah. very, very, he was pretty strong. He was fired up. He's, he's always strong. Though. Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. He was fired he's up. good. But I mean, I don't I, I feel like the overwhelming narrative coming out of this is Melania Trump. Melania Trump stole a speech. Right. Um, now, I think that's unfair to her at some level, but it did not. I mean, the first day was not a huge home run. I think no, we could say that. I, I think you're right. Can we talk about uh, something that 
is just heartbreaking. France? France and their involvement in... <laughs> no. No. Uh, Omar Mateen. Oh, my gosh. Hero? A new document was released that shows that Omar Mateen, who, yes, while he uh, killed some people at a nightclub in Orlando. Did he Orlando. kill them or did a gun kill them? Pat? Thank you. Thank you. That's much better stated than I, than I had done. I Very clumsy in my description right, of okay. this. Very clumsy. I'm glad you're admitting. He was taunted for being Muslim. Oh, my gosh. Oh he my was taunted. Taunted? Look at right Muslim. there. Look Orlando at, nightclub shooter Omar Mateen in Time magazine. Taunted for being Muslim. Reportedly taunted with derogatory epithets. Oh, no. Related to his religion while working as a contract guard at the St. Lucie Air uh, Courthouse, according to the documents, the insults came from deputies and others. The report goes on to explain that the shooter, not the terrorist, the shooter, countered the insults by telling his taunters he has ties with other terrorists, like those who attacked Fort Hood and the Boston uh, Marathon. The FBI ultimately decided those threats were not credible. Time concludes its reporting with this quote. Mateen died in the June 12th shooting, which was the deadliest in U.S. history. So he was a victim of the shooting. He was a victim of the shooting as well. Um, So that, I mean, what is that garbage? I don't know. It sounds a lot like France. It does sound like like some French reporting to me, I'll tell you that. I wonder if they would be involved in something. (laughs) Um, you know, it's kind of interesting to see that. In that what a Man. weird way to take that. Very, uh, very weird. He was like he's the victim. Like I mean, he's look. he was taunted. I don't give a rat's ass. Who cares? We've all Whoa. been taunted about something. We've all been taunted about something. Oh Stupid. my gosh! First of all, Jeffy, I think you could speak up and say that not everyone has been taunted in their lives. <laughs> How many people have you killed, Jeffy? How many people? None, right? That people know of. Correct. Thank you. Um, uh, it's interesting to say, to look at that and say uh, he was taunted, basically suggesting, like, what else is he going to do? He was taunted by a St. Lucie right. courthouse guard. Right. Um, of course he's going to so take out So, of course, he went to a, a nightclub and shot 49, almost 50 people died. Uh, yeah. It's just bizarre. Yeah. A lot of people bizarre. say that... You know, some, when people get taunted, they, they tend to act out that way. And I always say, no, um, Jeffy would never do that. Mm-hmm. Because they say... Right, Jeffy? Your name is in a lot of, a lot of, a lot of tweets about potential post office-like... Really? Yes. Really? Something, something you should consider maybe thinking a little bit more about. <laughs> Stu? Wow, I need some French guards. You know, I've always been on your side, me. Jeffy. I've always, always been on your side. Always. <laughs> Back, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, Megan Kelly had uh, just a, a, a total douchebag on her show last night. 
Jeffy, uh, when's the last... I didn't know you had a Fox contributorship. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. oh. Oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that total oh, douche. Oh, my gosh. You it said a, total, so yeah, I just it was assumed. A different one. Yeah, there was a couple of them. No, I, got, uh, I understood what you meant. Malik Stu. Shabazz. <laughs> okay, he is down. the... Uh, last night, she had the national president of Black Lawyers for Justice and former New Black Panthers leader, Malik Shabazz, uh, to talk about racism. And, gosh, I think this went really well. Here's... What, what do you mean by that? You can understand how some people are hailing this cop killer as a hero. I don't know if I said that, but what I can... You did. You said it to our Fox News reporter, Mike Tobin, yesterday, because the people in the audience behind you were chanting, hero, hero about Excuse him. Excuse me, I did not say that. And you said that. I could understand Excuse me, that. I did not say that, but I can tell you that the you pain... You think we can run the tape? Let's talk about the pain and the mm. suffering of black people liar, who man. are killed by police officers on a regular basis without due process, serving as judge, jury, on and executioner basis. on a regular basis. No. Our blood is being spilled in the streets, the blood of Alton Sterling, the blood of Philandro Castile. Let's take us back to Mike Brown, Darius Michael Robinson. Michael Brown was Darius the Robinson. aggressor on the police No, he was not. That, yes, was your, he was. that was your version. No, it wasn't. It was Eric Holder's Department of Justice. Department of Justice has failed us as well. Our blood is... In what facts do you have that Michael, no, no blood, it's an interview, so blood, we're going to have it back and okay, forth. Our blood what is facts in the do you have that Michael Brown was not the aggressor, that Officer Darren Wilson was the aggressor? Uh, because I've lived in St. Louis, and I've talked to some of the witnesses, and I know that in America, unless you have a videotape, then the word of the officers uh, prevails. Wow. I mean, that's Well, just he didn't ludicrous. live in a city nearby the incident. And I think that's probably enough. That's enough, right? To that's know enough. the facts about it. And he did talk to yeah. some people who lived he talked. There. And he lived. Enough said. Pow powerful stuff. <laughs> from he's really bad. Shabazz, yeah. And there's more to enjoy from Megan. You understand and that at least Wilson. five black witnesses came forward in that case to say that Michael Brown was the aggressor on officer. Michael Air. Brown was unarmed, and Michael Brown was, he was not unarmed the aggressor. until he tried to see, steal the see, cop's and gun. See, and your <laughs> attitude is part of the problem. Your I, attitude. Of I have no attitude other than no, 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 no. That basic position of what we call uh, mm. white supremacy, white privilege, is what is, is, is believing no that an unarmed black man, man, all of us unarmed, being killed by armed police officers, somehow it's our fault. But we don't see white males in America I don't remember that are unarmed. But do, tell me, me ask you For this. For the record, Where I, I'm white, not a white supremacist. Where, no, that's a position. <laughs> yeah, okay. The position that you believe that your lives are better than ours. Well, I, I, I no. believe that you are the one who has made the racially insensitive statements. No, no, man. Yes. It's time and time again. It's a racially again. insensitive country. I That's why it's victim. hard to take you seriously when you try to speak oh, out. Oh about police and issues oh, of race. Well, take me very, take me very I mean, seriously as you're cho as these police departments mm -hmm. are choking our black men, such as Darius Robinson in Oklahoma, choking the life out of us. We can't even make what? it to trial and get a decent trial with due process without the police of America killing us outright. And that's why everybody <laughs> is upset. This is but on the other hand, we say we can't make it to trial because mm -hmm. the police are killing all of us. But our prisons are overflowing with African-Americans because of the poorly poor justice system. So we can't make it to trial, but we got more people in jail going through mm -hmm. the courts than ever before. You seem to be looking for a coherence uh, in these statements that you're not going to find. You're not going to. You're going to. Mm -hmm. you're Where would I find? Was there was there a place that I France. would be able to? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's just you know like that. These arguments are just uh, silly. We have talked about this many many times.
And I think the issue here is not whether there's any truth um, in these statements. I mean, obviously, we all know mm-hmm. that there are cases where these things go awry, and you can make good arguments for some of them. We have backed uh, the uh, protesters in some of these incidents. Um, but this blind nonsense to say Michael Brown was not the aggressor with no evidence. I mean, you might say, like, I don't believe he was. I think the, the, the police report was flawed. But you have no evidence to suggest that he was uh, anything other than the aggressor. The, look, if you don't want to be in a bad uh, issue, uh, incident with police, one fine step to take is to not... Uh, you know, try to uh, strong arm robbery, uh, a strong arm robbery at a convenience store. Now, yeah, I don't know how then, many times you've done that. Now, Jeffy, I know you have probably well, robbed convenience stores, but because I never have, mm-hmm. I've shockingly been able to avoid these incidents. It's not because I'm white. It's because I've never knocked over a convenience oh, store. OK, that's what you say, Mr. White privilege. Yep. That's what all white privileged people say is not because I'm white when it is. OK, yep. <laughs> So tired of your privilege. I but, really but am. Isn't the theft <laughs> tired of it. part of it? No. You know, it is not. You say, Neither is the beating he administered to the cop. Nope. And then he came back try to, to try to, to beat him more and mm-hmm. got shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so none of that is part of it. Good. Okay? Glad you don't know the out. facts. Mm-hmm. You don't know the facts. And there's uh, another, apparently, segment here. What about crackers? Do you refer to white people as cracker? Uh, do I refer to white people as cracker? Yeah. I have in my anger, as many people and in that's okay. anger have referred really? to others as derogatory names. No, I don't think that's a common term. Okay. Do you think, did you say that we should kill every G-damn Zionist in Israel? No, I never said Never that. said that, they, well, that they're G-damn little babies okay. and old ladies should when, be blown up? When you're going to leave the strip and acknowledge <laughs> the, pro, the, the death of Sandra Bland. Okay. Freddie Gray. Okay. Sandra Bland Mike Freddie Gray. suicide, Four acquittals in that Four acquittals oh, no, of those right. Bad prosecution. Okay. Bad prosecution. Darius Stewart. African-American Darius judge. Robinson. African-American prosecutor. Eric Garner. Alton Sterling. I'm not going to argue all I'm granting that there are some bad police shootings. No, but worse than bad police shootings, it's a bad system. Okay. And the country is going totally in the wrong direction. And until we get justice, it's so not going to be no crap. peace. And until the court system works, no justice, it can't no be peace. no peace. Okay. And until we get reparation until, and compensation oh. for all the blood that you're spilling of our blood, then Miss Kelly, it you, cannot you be the peace. white people. It cannot, it cannot be, peace. be peace. Well, the white power structure, and you're a part of that. Oh. You're an important voice. Okay. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, why do all black people get rewarded because Eric Garner died? Maybe Eric Garner's family would get rewarded. Um, perhaps wow. they would get an. Why would all black people? Your white privilege is really so wait, coming through. So right I want to make sure you understand. You're he's in New York. <laughs> you're in Idaho. <laughs> you get a check because Eric Garner died in New York. Man, I this I'm, is the problem with seeing people in groups. I've never heard white individuals, privilege like this individual action, individual responsibility, <laughs> individual exactly punishment, individual about reward, individual reparations too. Right. I don't like either of you. <laughs> have you ever heard and that kind of white privilege? No, I, and, well, you know yes, I, I have. Don't like either of They're you. usually wearing a sheet. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're both white, and I don't like either one of you. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's hard to take. That's really hard to take. Yeah, because it's just, I, look, I, 
for some reason, we are in a country where we constantly say we need a conversation about race, but never will have one. No, because, uh, you can't have uh, a conversation with soon, Malik Shabazz. Right, as soon you as you can't. say anything you other than cop, white cops are executing uh, mm-hmm. black people constantly, then you're just a hate monger. Well, and they've all learned this trick. Yeah. They just they list off a litany of names and they don't want to discuss what happened in any of those instances they just name the names, and that's supposed to be enough. Well, I can name you eight names right now in the last week and a half who have been murdered by black people. Um, what, what does that mean to you, Malik Shabazz? Right, it means it. nothing to right. you. You don't give a rat's ass about that. Let's discuss the actual facts in the case. But then he says, well, those are your facts. No, they're, they're not white facts. In fact, there are not white and black facts. There are just Facts. Wow. Oh, yeah. Did you hear there it? There it is. Did you hear it, Jeff? There did it you is. steal Stu's sheet uh, <laughs> all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, a suburban St. Louis police officer shot in the neck during a traffic stop 24 hours uh, mm. after five cops were slain in Dallas. He's paralyzed now from the neck down. Oh, Michael Flamian, 31 years old, was gunned down from behind July 8th after stopping a man for speeding. In an affluent Missouri town of around 30,000 residents, Antonio Taylor was arrested on suspicion of shooting the nine-year department veteran. Uh, He's believed to have fired and hit Flamian as he walked back to his squad uh, squad car to run a check on him, like they always do. Mm -hmm. They go back to the squad car, radio it in. Mm. Um, This guy has an extensive criminal record. He's uh, behind bars right now. This is the police officer. The guy who shot him mm-hmm. is behind bars on a $500,000 bond. Um, Flamian Reigns remains in intensive care. He's alert, able to recognize families, friends, co-workers, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. They've set up a GoFundMe page to help with the med- medical bills. It has so far raised 193000 It's probably going to take a heck of a lot more oh, than yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Just That's unbelievable. Strange. So his name, if you want to look for him, on uh, GoFundMe is Michael Flamian. So can we say that now? A-M-I-O-N. Can we say that now to uh, Malik Shabazz? Or it's like Michael, Michael Flamian. Flamian. And then name the five Dallas police officers and the three Baton Rouge police officers. I mean, about, what was it? It's about 60 police officers <clears throat> per year um, are shot in the line of duty and yeah. killed. Um, and which is more than unarmed black people. Um, more cops shot than on our yeah. black people. Right. Um, so, you know, rarely do you hear, of course, of, of these things. And, if you know, because of the mass shootings, the mass shootings, are, of course, which are drawing the attention. So we're hearing, you know, like this is just, a, you know, as bad as this sounds, a normal police shooting. These things happen all the time. They just don't get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably about once a week uh, on average and a little bit more than that. Uh, people are shot. Now, the uh, officers are shot and killed. Um, this this particular officer luckily has survived. Uh, but the police shootings are down, by the way, from their peak, um, which was, I think, in the 90s. A lot of crime was peaking then and has dropped off, which is good. But we're seeing these types of incidents more than we ever have, where police are intentionally targeted for mass events. Mm. Uh, and it's scary because, I mean, you know, it's one thing. I think every officer goes into their day every day. And says, when I'm pulling someone over, they may have committed a more serious crime. They have more information about what's going on and that they know they've created. They've, they might go to prison for the rest of their lives if they don't come out and attack me. And they, every time they approach a car, they know in the back of their head that's a possibility. 
it's an, quite another thing to be walking down the street with a bunch of protesters uh, and uh, to just get executed from above, uh, along with four of your uh, your other uh, officers and um, another ten shot. I mean, that is mm-hmm. it's not what you expect. You're showing up to a gas station and this guy's taking a, you know a, a weapon out and shooting people as you're arriving. That is not what we expect. They're, they're thinking that now the guy in Baton Rouge may have been the one who called nine one one. He was he had the weapon, oh. called nine one one, said, "Hey, and there's a guy with a weapon down here." Yeah. Wait and waited for them to approach so he could take them all out. Um, so bad, awful, awful people. So bad, and yet Hillary Clinton yesterday, the Democratic nominee for president of the United States, went to the NAACP and babbled about these police shootings in this way, about white white privilege. I've been saying this for a while now. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it because I think it's important. Do you? We white Americans need to do a better job of listening when African-Americans talk about the seen and unseen barriers you face every day. What a panderer. Yeah. By the way, we need to recognize our privilege and practice humility rather than assume that our experiences are everyone's experiences. We all need to try as best we can to walk in one another's shoes, to imagine what it would be like to sit our son or daughter down and have the talk. No, I have the talk. Stop with my sons and daughters. They need to act I have talked to them. Because the slightest wrong move could get them hurt oh, or yeah. even killed. I mean... Let's also put ourselves in the shoes people. of yep. police officers. Yep. Kissing their kids and spouses mm. goodbye every day and heading off to a dangerous job. Why is it their dangerous? Families pray will bring them home safe at night. Mm. She's just pathetic. Empathy works both ways. Yeah, well, it does. I mean, she did at least get that in. Yeah. Which, I mean, at least she got that in. It empathy it works both ways. Considerably shorter and with less passion, but at yes. least it was there. Yes. Um, it's interesting, though. Why would it be so dangerous? It's, you know, why would they... Why would they react in a way that if one little thing goes wrong, they could be hurt? Why would they react that way? Why would a police officer do that? Now, their case seems to be, well, the, because they're racist and they don't like black people. Yeah. But it, their job is dangerous, um, not because of black people, because of criminals. And they're dealing with criminals or suspected criminals in these incidents mm-hmm. all the time. They don't know what's going to happen to them. They are walking into a situation in which they have much less information than the other person has. And they are trying to keep themselves alive so they can go back and see their freaking families. I don't understand how you see that another way. And this whole thing about the talk, which is the talk is a standard point that every uh, pandering white person says to a group of black people to act as if they understand their experience. Well, you got to give yourself, your kids, the talk that they have to be respectful to police officers. Every freaking parent, regardless of color, should give their kid that talk. That talk mm-hmm. is important. It doesn't only apply to police officers, but it always applies to, was, uh, I mean, respect your elders used to be the talk. That's the talk. Was it Chris Rock that did that comedy routine about yes. how to avoid trouble with a police officer? Yes. Just comply. Do, do what you're told to do. Uh, is it Chris Rock? Yeah. 
I, I wonder where he is right now in all this discussion because he had a comedy routine. Yeah, he's uh, still a, you know a crazy liberal person. He actually, yeah. I think he tweeted the other day like, "Oh, this Republican." It was last night. It had to be this Republican convention is good. When does George Zimmerman speak? Oh my god! And it's like, um, well, George Zimmerman was a Democrat and voted for Obama, and his yeah. is Hispanic and not a Republican mm. at all. Right. So I don't know when he speaks at the Republican <laughs> convention. Probably any minute. Um, but it's, it's, it is an interesting uh, thing yeah, that goes on. His deal on. was, you know, you, it, you, you get what, what you kind of bring to you. Like if you go to the cop with an attitude, if you don't comply, if you are combative with him. His deal was in that comedy routine... I'm pretty sure it was Chris Rock, yeah. right? How to get your how to get your ass kicked by police? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or how not to just do yeah. it? You know, it's it's unbelievable. Happens. More patents too coming up in a minute. Mm. Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Jeffy? What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a couple stories for you. Yeah, all right. You do? Oh, good. Wow. Lay them yeah, on I could probably find something. Yeah, that's not... Stu. Let's do it. That's not what we want to hear. We don't want to hear you could probably find something. <laughs> we want there to be something prepared... During this break, and you present it now. Go ahead. Yesterday we talked. Wait a minute. About can we can we get a shot of the CNN guy? Because that is me in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what's his face for Trump, right? <laughs> That's the Trump guy. Yeah, yeah the Trump guy, Clovis. Oh, okay, yeah. I by by middle of next week, no. I don't stop. <laughs> That is my twin. No. Yeah, well, no. no, it's worse than that. No, that's, <laughs> that guy's in shape. <laughs> Look at that guy. Athletically uh, that guy's overweight. athletically overweight. Is it, like, is it, yeah. Sam, is it Sam Clovis? <laughs> yes. Is it, yeah, that's Clovis. It, see if you can get a picture of him. because he's, Yeah, that is Clovis. He is great. He is me. Clovis right, was anyway. the guy, by the way, who was trying to defend uh, the Trump campaign uh, and doing it so well, poorly. Oh, I thought you were looking for the word well. No. Oh, he was the one that was trying to defend him on the Nation of Islam thing we were talking about yesterday. Uh, he said it was radical Islam, not the Nation of Islam. Oh, look, oh, sometimes it's oh. early in the morning. Uh, well, that's just stupid. People conflate things. Did he not hear Nation of Islam? Islam. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so here's anyway, uh, Jeffy's Jeffy. crappy segment. Jeffy, go. Uh, yesterday we were talking a little bit about uh, Kardashian uh, launching her uh, story with the Taylor Swift, her and Kanye, and she yeah. did it on Snapchat, which I find... Uh, funny that she did it on Snapchat because uh, just last week Snapchat talked about uh, starting a new relationship with the NFL. So if you want to look for trouble with the NFL players, not only are teams going to have to start banning Twitter, uh, 
and teams are going to have to start banning Facebook. Now the NFL wants to go into some partnership with Snapchat. We should have some really interesting NFL stories this year with that. I would think so. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really, really going to be fun. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. going to be fun. We also talked yesterday. What's little- even more fun, though, if I could be so bold? Uh, we're about five weeks away from the NFL season. Yes. We're much shorter than that from the start of the preseason. That starts on August 13th. <laughs> if you've been watching NFL Network, as I have, because I'm geeked out already over football season. Uh, live coverage, I believe, begins on August 13th of uh, preseason football games. Ooh. And they're going to carry them all. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> I think 16 live and the rest, you know, obviously taped. Or yeah, they, they run them all back. Uh, I'm fine with that. That'll get me through until September. Well, I've got a pretty big preseason coming up with the number two overall pick being on the franchise and probably not going to be a... Uh, and who was it? A Carson, uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, probably okay. not going to be right. the uh, the everyday starter or anything. Maybe not even playing the whole year. They're saying so. Really, hey, this preseason <laughs> is big. I gotta, you know, I gotta see this for the. Get so, what you can out of it. Who's starting? Bradford. Probably said Bradford. Yeah. Okay. Chase so Daniel is the other one. A former teammate of Jeffy's son. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. And also a. Uh, uh, but uh, don't, Jeffy, don't worry about getting me tickets or anything. Also, no, yeah. don't take any action. Don't even do it. Oh, I, I, Stu. I will burn tickets on Facebook Live with you tagged in it. That's the tickets you're going to get from me, I'm not sure I even understand that sentence. That's the tickets but, you're going to get uh, from me, Ben. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Chase Daniels also a uh, yeah, <laughs> South Lake, uh, Texas. Oh, yeah, he lives right around here. Quarterback. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's from here. Anyway, go yeah. ahead, uh, Jeffy. Uh, yesterday we talked uh, how well the Rolling Stones are doing uh, money-wise. Uh, they're on the list of uh, you know the highest. Yeah, was it sixty million or something uh, close to that? Yeah, something over like that. Sixty-five. Yeah. Six, yeah, I think it was sixty-five, it, almost, yeah. almost seventy. Uh, Mick Jagger, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, at the ripe old age of a uh, young age of seventy-two. Is now? he really? Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Wow. I know. Um, Remember those days, Jeffy? I do. 72 <laughs> seems like I was a whippersnapper, okay. which is why yeah. I'm bringing this story <laughs> up because he and his. Uh, a girlfriend, his latest girlfriend, uh, the ballerina, uh, are going to have another child. Uh, his mix going to have another child with her. How old is she? Uh, she's 29. 29. He's getting older and older. She's the girls get older and older. They but, sure do. Mm-hmm. They sure do. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you can't help but age the, the females. That's They just don't. They so just keep the aging. thing is, she's only 53 years younger. <laughs> I mean, no, it's actually 43 years younger. I, right? I love them. 43 years younger than he is. Wow. Because uh, Wood just had twins not long ago, too. He could be not just her dad, but her grandfather. Well, he's got grandkids, right? Yeah, I think he does. Oh, I'm sure he must. They're probably older. Yeah, his grandkids are probably my age. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, it's it's an amazing world we live in. It sure is. is. And Ronnie Wood, I think, just had twins uh, earlier this year, too. Oh, my gosh. No way. Yeah, he and the wife just had twins not very long ago. Because Ron Wood has to be 75. I I, I, I should have brought that up. I forgot what the heck. uh, That's amazing. That's amazing. And the Stones still touring. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy, because didn't they do that broken wheelchair tour or whatever they <laughs> yes, were? Yes, they did. A few years ago, and they, everybody was like, well, that's the wheelchair access tour. And Yeah, and the, Ronnie and Wood it, is 69. His wife, as uh, to Stu's point, mm-hmm. 36. Oh, I mean, they just keep getting... Like, please, I mean, come she, on. I don't even know how she gave birth. They had to wheel her in in a wheelchair, probably. <laughs> but the, uh, she just gave birth to twins Yeah, earlier this year. Mm. Wow. Wow. And then uh, one last uh, thing to... Uh, 
I want to make sure I get out there for you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, most of the country, uh, throughout the big swath of uh, the heart of the country, is under a massive heat wave and uh, scorching heat. And I want everybody to be safe out there. It's going to be over 100. Uh, make sure you drink a lot of water and uh, be safe. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jeffy. Meteorologist. Hurry. Jeffy. Concerned for, uh, about that. Thank you. Um, by the way, uh, update on the Taylor Swift situation. You kind of mentioned it uh, in your first yeah, story yeah. there. Um, so the, one of the, I guess one of the producers, one of her producers has now um, uh, come into this, mm-hmm. uh, this little battle. Of course, because Kanye brought, Kanye brought, uh, Kanye and Kim brought all their, well, or see? no, from the TMZ story, brought in all their producers from the tape. Oh, really? Right. That okay. was the deal. TMZ was saying that they heard the entire <laughs> tape. And uh, Kanye and Kim had other people there listening, so Kim knew it was being heard by other people. Or, Taylor, I mean, knew. Uh, Taylor okay. knew. Yeah, but it, being heard by other people is not the issue. Did she know it was being recorded? Right, which and is totally different. That's the legal right. issue. Yep. So. Um, he tweets, um, uh, um, <clears throat> it, it, it ain't the first time the Kardashians supported the murder of an innocent blonde woman. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> Wow, Ooh, that's solid. Line. Man, that, um, that's starting out solid. with that. Um, Holy cow. And it ends it with, people always ask me how to be famous. My, amp- my answer is simple. Have your dad defend a murder of a woman. Release sex tape. That's it. Good luck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, though. It's tough to that's argue with. That's been their path. Wow. That's been their path. You know what's not tough to argue with is that there's more patents, too. Oh, I love that uh, show. Yeah, is that still everybody, on? Everybody is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They don't have that yeah. uh, guy is still on it, though. Yeah. That, that other. Shoot. Really? The one with the mm-hmm. segment that he never prepares for? Yeah. Oh, I'm it. not a fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, good to see you. Really is. We were just just talking about you, and and then we were like, how are they doing? That's weird. Now, here you are. Now, here they are. So, uh, Pat and Stu show, uh, apparently a Pokemon, uh, there was a lawsuit that slammed it uh, back in 1999. New York Post talked about it. Uh, Bad bet for addicted kids, which I don't really know what. Two Pokemon pack rats are suing the maker of the wildly popular trading cards. Charging that the pocket monsters are turning them into pint-sized gamblers. By the way, Pokemon, short for pocket monsters. Oh, is it really? Is that a true thing? I think so. I, I saw it somewhere. I didn't know that. It's about my level of research on it, but I think after I heard it, I'm like, pocket monsters, poke. Oh, yeah. P- okay. Oh, yeah. Pocket. Okay. All right. Mon. Well, these two little nine-year-olds uh, from Long Island were forced to empty their piggy banks to buy endless packs of low-value cards in the hope of buying a rare one. And the suit says the card maker's Nintendo randomly includes a rare one in the 11 card packages itself for 3 to $11. So their kids got addicted to it, and they were forced to empty their pockets to get the rare cards, which can be sold for 30 to to $100. Now, they were forced mm-hmm. to do that. That's the key word. Because obviously they did it on their because, own volition. Right. There wouldn't be a lawsuit. So they were forced to do it. They're forced to because you're powerless against the power of pocket monsters. Of the pocket monsters. 
Uh, and we're seeing that from the dummies who are going all over town, all over towns, all over America. Boy, no kidding. Looking for those dumb little characters in their phones, right? I mean, this is a, it's a weird deal. I don't fully comprehend it. And I probably sound like I'm 900 years old. And I, I don't care. Uh, I, probably, I guess. I mean, but Pokemon is old, too. Yeah, it it's is. It's not like Pokemon is new. 1999 was when this article came when out. When was Pokemon actually hot? Like, when was it the thing that kids... Must have been the 90s. I feel like yeah. mid-90s, maybe. I think so, too. I think it was, yeah, so, like 20 years ago, yeah. right? Um, so, you know, I mean, I... Like, the fact... Like, it's come back, um, you know, in a, in a, in a way, in an odd way. Because, like, Transformers, for example, was were big when I was a kid. And I remember collecting them yeah. and wanting them and never been they able were, to afford them. They were great them. then, too. They were the metal ones. Oh, gosh. They were really, really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wanted Soundwave. Remember Soundwave? It looked like a cassette. Remember Soundwave? Is he still in the yeah. game? I mean, he's a cassette. Is he at least turned into like an MP3 player I have, player I have a son who is a Transformer expert. Yes, I would say that's true. Uh, he is an expert. I've, I mean, we. I took is that him, is that Max or all Yeah, okay. no, Max. Yeah, I took him to uh, uh, the Botcon uh, when it was here in Dallas, and the people who show up at Botcon were busy talking to him as well. I mean, wow. they were having so this conversations. Is, this is he is an expert, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, made the ones made in Japan. Made, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I have like. Two dollars worth of collections of Transformers. If I made more money, I would have a lot more Transformers. <laughs> yeah. in my life. Oh, and that's by the way. We, yeah, he's really uh, disappointed. I was supposed about to that. pass around a word to you that that's uh, the thing you asked for is not going to happen. Yeah. So sorry. I have to tell my son he can't have another Transformer. Yes. Oh, I, I wasn't going to get specific. I was just going to let you know that the, the, <laughs> what you were hoping, the thing about like raising the level of. Uh, mm, mm, uh, and and I guess the, the the technical term was never. Mm. No, Elvis was uh, Morphin Time, man. Uh, the, uh, the, the Power Morphin Rangers. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah this and is all. That was all after Ninja Turtles. And yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a big mm-hmm. thing around here. He man office with a lot of adults. <laughs> yeah, it sure is a lot of adults that are yeah. 28, 29, uh, 29. Years Maybe old. they all dress up and go out on the weekends together mm-hmm. in these mm-hmm. outfits. They and have done that. Maybe that's who we're dealing with that. around here. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> theoretically, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bunch of the employees that run this network just uh, dance around on the little stage and dressed up in their little costumes. Yeah. Maybe that happens. That couldn't happen. All Not right. with professionals. Uh, uh, for Mental Floss, we have uh, <laughs> breakfasts that were enjoyed by history's most productive people because you've been asking for that. How many uh, emails have you gotten on that? Well, I, a lot of people were saying, hey, if you're going to have breakfast mm-hmm. on the show, I hope you guys are going to try it so that we can, yeah. uh, you can help people understand what they taste oh, like. Oh, we have to. It's in the constitution of the show. But, of course, no. That part did not happen, but we luckily did get the breakfasts that are enjoyed by history's most productive people. Good. What do we got? Uh, number one, Victor Hugo, raw eggs and cold coffee. Much. Uh, oh. You know, if you've been wondering about Man. that for a long time, now you Does know. Does that sound like a way you wanted to start your day? During his years living in exile on the island of Guernsey, Victor Hugo found inspiration for some of his most influential novels, including Les Miserables. French author adopted a consistent writing routine while residing on the island, and after waking up yeah. at sunrise, he would slurp down breakfast of two raw eggs and a cold cup of coffee. This is what happens to you when you get stuck on an island. That's why after uh, we took over the island of Spice, uh, we had to get out of there, because that's why we were there to rescue the people. Yeah, right. Get right. them out of there, because that's what happens to you when you get stuck on an island. You eat raw eggs? Yeah, raw eggs and cold coffee like that. It's nasty. You can't be doing that. All right. You've never even been to that island. 
But is it fact, Victor Hugo was? You're right. I never was. I've never if, been to this island. If we were to take a map right now and wipe out the not, names, there's no way you could identify the island of spice out. <laughs> You'd have no idea. You know general vicinity where it was, but not even. Remember when we got the call from the actual Island of Spice veteran? Yeah. It made you feel pretty You'd bad that there. day. Yeah, you, you, uh, you were backtracking very quickly that day, if I remember correctly. <laughs> backtracking? Yes. We were about, he and I yes. sharing, swapping war stories? No, I don't no, remember we that part. I don't remember that part either. Yeah. Um, That's a little hazy. Um, Albert Einstein had fried <laughs> eggs, honey, and mushrooms for breakfast, um, which actually... I don't like mushrooms, but the idea of honey either. on something is always uh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fried eggs and honey? No. Mm, not into know. that. No. Um, Toast and fried eggs, you know, mm-hmm. but no. All right. So, uh, Mozart, um, what did he have, Pat? Half a capon. Mm. Stu, mm. which I don't, I don't even know what a capon is, but uh, Mozart had no trouble packing protein into his diet. Some of his favorite foods to eat included sturgeon, pork, cutlets, and a Flemish beer and beef stew. Oh, uh, doesn't that sound good? Carried over and into breakfast. In one letter to his wife, he wrote about having just enjoyed thoroughly my half of a capon, which my friend Primus has bought, brought back with him after waking up from his capons. Mm. Are hard to come by nowadays, but the large neutered. Oh, okay, they're large neutered roosters. That were once considered a, a luxurious delicacy. Mm. That sounds delicious. Sound very good. Winston me. Churchill had eggs, meat, grapefruit, and toast. Um, uh-huh. yeah, he would also have some cold chicken. Um, he would have uh, some uh, a whiskey soda okay. as well. Yeah. Um, he punctuated the feast with a morning cigar, as you might expect from Winston Churchill. You should, yes. You know, uh, Elizabeth I started her day. With pottage, is that like porridge? Jeffy? Anybody know what pottage is? What was it called? You know, I mean, obviously, pottage was probably a new term for you at one point. Ale, pottage, pottage, ale, and bread. Well, it said that it was it was some kind of stew, right? Pottage? Heard, no, you know about no. this because I actually heard you trying to. You, at one point, I heard you guys huddling mm. in the corner. You were trying to sell somebody some pottage. What, what, that was. <laughs> that was. I don't was have that. The, that was something I don't eat else, that I think. for breakfast. Yeah. Although you could, you could eat it for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Some so, people put it in pastries. Some people do put it in pastries. You, you were describing making pottage brownies. Some some people put it. Uh, some people uh, you roll turn it, it into uh, smoke. Yeah, you were talking about rolling and, and smoking it. the pottage. Yeah, yeah. that's so weird. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, all right, let's just take a break. Triple A seven twenty seven back <laughs> before this goes awry. Back oh, in a second. That's already. Happened. Well, I mean, even worse ago. than this could happen. Yeah, probably not. Triple eight seven two seven back. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, welcome, uh, Jeffy. Apparently, you you found uh, you found dis- something. I'm a little disappointed. You know, you, I, you just cut me off. Uh-huh. Uh huh. From I, I had I had uh, you know <laughs> from a ha- from a half hour ago where, where we gave you the opportunity <laughs> to bring to the table whatever you had. Yeah. And then you gave it to us. And yeah, then no, there was more. Oh, uh, okay. Well, why didn't you offer? Well, you just cut me off. No, we did not cut you off. 
We cut them off. No, we're, we're desperate. We desperately need material to get to the end of the show. We're not going to cut you off ever. All right, go on. What do you got? I was uh, fascinated by the story. Archaeologists dug up an 800-year-old mm-hmm. Native American pot in Wisconsin, and they did that about seven years ago. Yeah. Okay, cool. Inside the pot had seeds that were squash seeds. So they're 800-year-old seeds. Correct. Well, the university decided to plant them, and up comes this new squash that they thought was extinct. Well, that's kind of cool. It wow. actually grew. 800-year-old seeds. 800-year-old squash. We're still good, and it still grew. And it still grew. They look, uh, you know, like squash. You know, I, I'm, but, they, but it was some some strain of squash they didn't even know existed anymore. Correct. Yeah, they thought it was extinct. So now we've got 800-year-old squash. I mean, yay. <laughs> we don't want the new squash. Why would we want old squash? I... I don't want any squash. Mm, I like all. squash. No, I like squash, too. I like squash. Do you really? Yeah, I like the squash and the zucchini, and I, I can get into yeah. that, that family a little bit. And plus, if you want if you want a good way to eat squash that you may like, Pat, is the acorn squash. Mm-hmm. Uh, if mm. you cut those in half and clean them out, if mm. you put the butter... Brown sugar, maybe? Brown sugar. Yeah, Got to have brown sugar. And then bake those. Like, uh, yeah. You get that little soup uh, sugar water in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And then you cut it up the squash a little bit, soak it in. That's, that's yeah, but a good way the, to have squash. The problem with that is there's still squash underneath. <laughs> yeah. You eat the very top of it, and now you've eaten like more than like an entire chocolate cake. <laughs> it's like, and then you, but it was just squash. You just justify, yeah, a little squash. Not a big deal. Now, a little I've, squash. I, I know that that's a, you know, that's a way to eat the squash, and that may be a problem uh, with this next story when we have that uh, the rise of uh, man male breast reduction surgery mm-hmm. has uh, gone up uh, at least oh, inquiries no. have so men are becoming more and more to have breasts because they're have you considered that because they're so fast have, that they, have you considered i, mean, I would I, consider I, I, that i've considered maybe no i don't want to go there never uh, mind no. i have a, a friend of a friend who uh, just a female who just got some plastic surgery done Oh really? Wow, that's a process for man. for uh, it is. Because uh, I got to tell you, I I I get, to go bigger or smaller. Because uh, smaller is a even yeah, the worst it was, process. Uh, it was it was uh, I think I don't know if it was it wasn't. I mean, you're just obviously Jeffy is just assuming it's boobs, uh, which it was not. Uh, oh, uh, although I, can't, I am. I don't know if it was as as you ask, because I, I know it was something to do with the stomach. And a couple of other parts. Oh, I, still got lipo mm. um, I don't know if it was lipo or like tummy tuck or whatever, tummy whatever tuck, those yeah. things. I don't really and know the difference. The, the However, as you can tell, I don't know the difference. Butt um, what, yeah, go yeah, get yeah. some butt implants, some calf butt implants. implants yeah. some, uh, no. um, but uh-huh. I mean, the recovery on this thing, it's weeks and yeah. weeks in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, look, I am not above the idea <laughs> that like if if surgery, I just I'm too I'm too much of a wuss. But if like if surgery was like. Five minutes in, five minutes out, cost you a little bit of money, and you can look uh, not as horrible. I'm in. People are like, "Oh well, uh, you know," because I, I don't want to do any work. I don't want to restrain myself in any way, obviously. Yeah. Um, but if I could get like, if lipo was oh. like, like, let's just get to go a world where you walk into a place, right, like a tanning salon, and you walk into a little booth and you put your arms up, and then they just and you walk out, and all of a sudden you have like abs. Drive, I'm in. Drive through lipo. I believe they have that in Buenos Aires. Do they really? Yeah. I don't know that I want to have it done in Buenos Aires. <laughs> no, you do not. No. <laughs> no, you do not. We need to get, that's what we need to work on. Everyone's working on, oh, we need a pill. Nah, just get it so the surgery is easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. It does take quite a bit, and it takes, and it's quite a bit the, uh, uh, and even after just the basic uh, 
breast enlargement surgery. I mean, they're just they're putting a little slice in there. That's it, and then they're adding you know size, but you still have healing time. And it's a lot. So a I lot. mean, it's a lot. Uh, you know, and luckily these women are doing this. Uh, you know. For America. Well, I, mean, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> doing stop. for America. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not saying stop. Oh gosh, it's yeah. a patriotic thing. Oh my gosh! Is yeah. it? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm almost. Uh, every... Are you saying that breast enlargement surgery is not patriotic? Oh, I hadn't really thought of it that way. No. Yeah. See. Mm. So. See. But, but I will say, ma- male mm. breast reduction. Reduction. It's expensive. That's a good idea. The moob job they That's call it. Idea. The man boobs. <laughs> moob. Yeah. It's a move job. That's a good idea. Uh, they start, get this, starts at 3,700 pounds. So that's almost double. That's yeah, about $6,000. It's almost 6000 6, Yeah, probably I mean, about 6000 It's bucks. not quite double. It's like I'm not sure if that's per, you know, move. Jeffy? No, is that per move or is that for the bull? That's the total Total move, right, total move total job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what, that, so why would you need a male breast reduction? <laughs> I, mean, I tell you, I was Because you're a fat slob yeah. and you, you don't want to look right, like it Right, but anymore. I mean, a fat slob, then when are you going to have small moves but it's still a big gut? Like, I mean, uh, you kind well, of... Well, because you well, probably but, go in there and get the stomach but some guys, sucked out, too. I don't know. I, I, don't I, don't know. know. You, I don't know when the last time you were at a water park. I was at one not long ago. Uh, if you ever want an opportunity to go someplace where you can feel good and bad about yourself at the same place, go to a water park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also at these water parks, uh, you have an opportunity to see that uh, male breasts have enlarged over the years. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I feel like the, like the shirtless guy thing is going to go oh, away pretty soon. Because two things. First of all, guys are disgusting and mm-hmm. they're getting worse. Okay, as evidence clearly this program. <laughs> Secondarily, we are so obsessed with uh, skin cancer that, like, now, like my kid, when he goes in the pool, he's wearing a shirt. Yeah, like yeah. that's like the thing. Like every yeah. kid, I was at, I was actually at a birthday party at a water park fairly recently. Uh, one of Zach's friends was having a birthday party. Every little boy in there is wearing shorts and a shirt. Like it's like the water shirt thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they're growing up that way. They keep growing up that way. Yeah. And then they, you know, they probably um, sadly get the same genes from me. No one's going to want them to take the shirt off. They're going to be like, you know what? I don't care about your cancer, but keep it on. <laughs> and I think that's on the way. I think that's the new trend yeah. of the future. It, it would, why, why would the water parks, uh, I mean, the water parks have got to start uh, not allowing it, right? You've got to be able to say, uh, excuse me, sir, uh, shirt on. Well, what about equality, Jeffy? I mean, we were talking about this. You got to go one of two ways. You got to either have it so guys got to wear shirts, or that women can uh, have the option of going, going for it, topless, going topless. Obviously, I'm I'm not opposed to that. I see. I'm an extremist. I go for both. Uh, Women should have the options, and guys should wear shirts. Yes, that's how I'm going with it. Okay. All right. Thoughts, Jeffy? Gonna chime in. Okay. By the way, I noticed you had uh, you have three raw eggs in front of. I do. They brought eggs from our breakfast story. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, from the, because our Constitution says they have to bring us the food we talked I was about, just, I, I would, which they haven't done in months. I haven't eaten raw eggs since we stormed the island of spice. <laughs> and I can't, I can't even barely look at these things without <laughs> bringing back memories of the island. And I, Too I, horrifying. I was trying not to look at them up there. All right. I, mean, gonna, I might have to take them down. I might have to get rid of them because... Mm-hmm. Oh, man, did it bring back too, too much. Mm. Yeah, flashbacks. Well, uh, I, again, here's another food we don't have, Pat. 
Uh, what? Kobe beef. Yeah. Um, we doing another food story without yes. the food? Yeah, but they yes. brought us the raw eggs, but not the Kobe beef. Uh, Kobe beef uh, is something that actually wasn't even available in the United States until very recently. Even though a lot of places advertised it, it was not actually Kobe yeah, beef. Every time you see Kobe beef on a menu, it's the... Well, that's the American-style Kobe. Right. right, which is not Kobe beef. You know, which is not the <laughs> Japanese Kobe beef that's $100 a pound or whatever it is. However, there are nine places in you, which you can get only the real nine. Kobe beef. Nine and only nine. In the entire country. Uh, here they are. 212 Steakhouse Restaurant in New York City. Alexander's Steakhouse in both uh, San Francisco and, and Cupertino. Cupertino, California. Bizarre Meat by Jose Andres in the SLS Hotel, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hmm? Um, uh, Jean George, uh, rest a steakhouse at the Aria. Which, I, uh, I've eaten at Nick and Sam's, and and the Kobe beef at the, in Dallas, Texas. Yes, that's another that's one. The next one, yes. And it, it does say Kobe beef on there, and I asked the guy, "Is it worth it?" And he's like, "No." Yeah, and that's Nick and Sam's actually I think has more expensive cuts than Kobe beef. Uh, it's um, yeah, they're, it's they're a really pricey. really good pricey, restaurant, but really good. And I you know I don't really eat a lot of that stuff, but like the the food there is awesome. If you're ever in yeah. Dallas, go to Nick and Sam's. It's really freaking good. SW Steakhouse at the Wynn in Las Vegas, uh, Teppanyaki Ginza Odonera in Honolulu, and B and B Butcher's Restaurant in Houston, Texas. Pat, you know B and B? I do not. I do not. I don't know if that's new or I just didn't. Maybe a little uh, field trip I was... uh, research. I think so. Show. I and, think uh, so. Little Kobe beef at B and B. Jeffy, you should. Go oh, over. you're not. You can't. They don't allow you in Houston. Why? I can't. I, no, they, they, they remember the police incident. Remember, and, oh boy.